I'm your host Tim May on episode 37 of Who That 242 on the Solar Podcast Network sponsored by Live. We are Game Changers today. We have Kenny Delaney. You might know his face from the Nuda. And we'll get into that first. But the real time hang on top of coming here first is very serious. You're right now, Kenny. Yeah, I, I wrote a book a, a couple of months, uh, years ago, actually. Um, before I started working till live, I was trying to figure out how I could take over the planet. That's my my main goal. <laughs> right, right. But um, really and truly, I lived in Singapore for a while. And every time I told an Asian person I was from the Bahamas, the first thing they always asked me was, oh, have you swam with the pigs? Right. And um, I had not yet done it. And I was really curious about why they were swimming. So I started coming up with all kinds of stories. And I figured, you know what? Why don't I just write a fairy tale about the swimming pig? And that's how mm-hmm. I started with this one. So when you came back home, was it was it the first thing you did? Or did you did you do a couple of things first? Like how 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 soon after moving back home did you actually yeah. go to actually visit the pigs? Well, I I think I went back. I came home on vacation once, and I went swimming them. Now, I don't know. Have you been to do that before? Yeah, I did twice. I went um no three times actually. Yeah, I went three oh times. wow. Yeah, so I did it. Uh, I did it on vacation, and then um, after that time, I was kind of really hooked on it because I, my mind was blown. When people say a pig could fly, but I didn't ever think about pigs swimming. <laughs> pig so swim. Yeah. Now I figured um, I would kind of mash it up with some of my own experiences growing up because all of my uncles are fishermen, oh, nice. and um, the cool thing about them is they would take us out on the boat all the time, and we would have to um, fish or swim mm-hmm. one or two. You can't mm-hmm. sit on the boat viewing a fish. Right. 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 Uh, and I don't know if your family is like this. If you can't swim, they can throw you overboard. So, oh yeah, that's how I learned to swim. My my old man just showed me in the pool. He's to a resort like that's, right, that's right. how I learned to swim. So, um, talk to me about I guess like who who do you want to pick up this book and read? Just like what's the demographic? Is it is it everybody book? Is it for the the non Bahamians? For the Bahamians? You know, but who who are you trying to reach? Right now, to be honest with you, I wanted to. I feel like the Bahamas is one of those countries that is very magical, and we have a lot of different experiences that people can. Um, export in particular our you know family islands are such an incredible rich set of stories and um for me the book is really about uh my love letters about like i said about swimming and learning how to swim being on the boat in the ocean and then and in fact the story is actually semi a true story because it's about um this is a true story by the way so i'm not making it up but i was when i was a kid uh, i was kind of a wimpy kid and my uncles and all my cousins all uh, also go out on the boats and this particular time they caught they was all catching fish and i i couldn't take the how to fish you know what it is be all wiggly and stuff yeah but, yeah yeah um they would give me the lines or whatever i just would just I'd punk out basically so as a joke they dropped me on this little key right off of out uh, south beach and they um left me there they didn't really leave me but it felt that way you know they was out in the water especially I, as a kid like he's sagging i am anxiety like don't leave me yeah exactly it felt like a crazy experience and so um again true story i was there all kind of upset on the beach and this guy comes walking to me this like rasta guy I remember him and he was asking me hey wow what's going on like what's why are you all crying and all this stuff i tell him my uncle them leave me baby whatever whatever and he um ended up i tell him that because i couldn't hold the fish so he and he was fishing. This guy was walking key to key and he's fishing. So he gave me 
a grunt, but this side, you know what a grunt is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, um, I've actually went fishing twice, and all that happened during, during the lockdown. So yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, fishing. I love fishing now, actually, but because of this. But um, anyways, he gives me the fish, and he disappears, and they come back, and I'm holding a big fish, and they can't figure out how the hell I got the fish. Um, so this I just really kinda... sounds like a Paris <laughs> the Caribbean type of. Like the story, like Davy Jones walk up on the sand and give you a fish and disappear, walk on the water. <laughs> exactly, and it could have been to be honest. With you, I actually now I never thought about it. He might have been a real person, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the book, in this book here, I have it here to, for you to see. So, awesome. in the yeah, book, and I, 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 I want to get to that. I, I just love the, the animal. Yeah. The, um... So yeah, basically, what what I um you know all of my families even till nowadays they still curious how I got this fish, and I I um explained to them just as I explained to you, but nobody believes me, and so. In the book, it's really about this kid who isn't able to swim, not fish, and his uncle leaves him on the island, and he's thinking that his uncle is being all mean to him, but his uncle actually knows that this is the swimming pig island and that the pigs will teach him how to swim. So he learns by the end of the book that his uncle is actually his, his um, best guardian on, on this one. How, how long is the book? It's a short book. It's, um, it's about 20 pages, but it's only two lines per page. Um, yeah, and- I didn't get to so I could give it to my daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I worked on this for a, a while. Like I said, when I was in Singapore, my thought was, let me try to capture what I would think could be our version of like the Little Mermaid or like uh, Moana or something like that, where we're really about uh, creating a legend around the, these pigs, because it is a pretty incredible and special thing for us. And so it's not a very, very long book, but it's really cool. And it shows this kid learning how to swim from the pigs. I have some friends coming to Nassau next week, and the first thing they ask me is, so how can I get to Pig Island? How far is it? Like, so it's crazy how, in a good way, we've gone from being the, the country with Atlantis, just a hotel, to right. now being the pigs. Like these things we actually have unique to us. So it's, it's, and I'm, I like that you're, you know, putting your own personal experience into it and then making that a part of history. But yeah. I really like the cover. Can you talk, talk to me about the animation style and why you chose that? Yeah, so this book is, um, it's actually a mashup of, my te- my text and believe it or not, I used to Airbnb a room in my house here in Nassau, mm-hmm. um, and I met a couple of foreigners who worked for illustrations companies overseas. So they used to do kids textbooks, and what they did was they were telling me like they really fascinated by the swimming pigs themselves, um, and I thought you know hey what a, why don't we collaborate on a book where they um, bring some of that international level of uh, illustration. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you can see some of these pictures like this. This is like, oh man, that, that was actually that was, that was amazing. Yeah, that super was, cool um, books yeah. Uh, illustration. And so they actually came up with a lot of the, not they didn't come up with it. They we did the storyline together. Like mm-hmm. how he's like he storyboard it out and then get say this animated for you. Yeah. So if you go to Fairy's Tale um, on Instagram, you can see actually the transition from sketches. Even this book here is actually a rough sketch. This was the demo book. You can see. The yeah, lines aren't, the they ah, aren't, yeah, yeah. Yet. and then um, I have the finished version now, which is really. Oh, I'm actually, I'm looking at it now, and on, on, oh, it's much, much different, yeah. But I like yeah. the, the goggles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the character really changes quite a bit. So if, if you have a time or anybody listening to this, go to Fairy Tale, and you can actually learn. I mean, a lot of people actually have hit me up about how do you make a kids book after seeing this, and mm-hmm. I would always tell them like, you know, try to partner with people. Partnership is a new currency, right? If you're not partnering. Amen. Yeah. You're really not making it further in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the name Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. You could have some. You could have so many things. Why, right. why Fairy Tale? Very good question. Um, all of the characters in the book 
their names are actually puns, right? So mm. um, the kid, his name is Fairy. That's um, ah. the, the pig, her name, Fairy as in a boat. The pig, her name is Sinker, as in a fishing line and sinker. And then the uncle, his name is Harpoon, like ah. as, a, as like a spare and whatever. So I tried my best to make it a bit more deeper than just a regular book. And my hope actually is to make more books, again, using the same notion of like, using terminologies from the ocean so maybe could, somebody could be called um what's that a conch a conch <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, so many so many minutes for that right now exactly exactly have you ever written a book no um but i i, I want to i don't know if it was a book but no, I, I grew up as a blogger so okay um i actually probably read a book about you know maybe like the basketball stuff or but yeah i'm actually, actually interested in like writing some more nice so how can someone you know, get that those who live here and those who live abroad? Yeah, so I've been very fortunate to get the book into a couple of stores. So right now it's uh, at at the airport. So if you're listening in this and you're traveling, right at the top of the escalator in International Department Departures is Island News and Keys. Oh, so yeah, they, I pass all the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're right there and the ferry sales right next to like the rum cakes and all that stuff. So you can pick up a copy there. Logos Bookstore in Harbor Bay has the book as well. Um, I sell them at the New Duff on West Bay Street, so we can always pick them up there. And actually, now I have a website, fairystale.com, um, F-E-R-R-Y-S, tail at, um, at uh, dot com, sorry. And mm -hmm. you can actually buy the book, and it can be shipped anywhere in the world for $12 additional. So Any any Amazon um, audiobooks yet, or are you only working on that yet? Not yet, not yet. I ain't ready for that step yet. But I mean, Amazon is the next step, really. I would love <laughs> to get on Amazon. But I, I must say, for those who listen and are watching, like, um don't even if you do an audiobook, don't don't limit yourself that that is a beautiful book yeah. you know play the play the actual and i know like it's cheaper but like i i'm like so i grew up reading before you know i couldn't watch tv during school days so i used to just read a lot so like right. even now in this age i really don't like reading books digitally i have to buy i have to smell the paper i have to buy the books so like i love collecting books yeah and i i think that's a special thing especially for people who have kids too this is what this book is almost like i would say almost pixar level when it comes to the illustrations yeah, and, I must like, and like, I'm literally just finished watching like a couple of pixel movies with my daughter, so that's why I could say like I really appreciate the effort and the illustration in this book. Actually, I literally just finished watching Moana like an hour ago. You did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a dad, you guys have to watch a lot of those films, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, luckily, I'm a nerd, so I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, even down to like the sunsets in the Bahamas, oh, the illustrators. That's some nice clouds. Like, and and I and like I said, you could tell the effort because I could see the difference in color between the sky and the cloud and the boat and the water and the sun and the thick and people. So that this ain't no little play play. Absolutely. You ain't just put this together during COVID. Like you, you put some actually effort. And like I say, it, it represents. And even hearing the story more, like it actually, because I thought you just did this on your own. Like I didn't know I had a personal story connected to it. So that's, that's mm. just amazing, man. No, I really tried my best to to put my identity into it, and I I think what I love most about Fairy's Tale is that you 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 know at the beginning you think that the uncle is being a little cruel, and you know when you're younger, like we talked about just now, like you know we think that uh, certain experiences we experience it a certain way, but there's a lot actually happening behind the scenes that we don't understand as kids, right? Mm -hmm. um, and this part of the, part of this book is really about showing how the uncle was such a good nurturer. That he knew that the pigs would take good care of um fairy and um you know it helped me to also understand that sometimes you really don't understand what's going on but there's a lesson in everything right so right. you know walk away being able to swim is a big a big um learning curve in this book and i think any kids probably or parents who have kids who are frightened of swimming or 
they might not know how to do it this book is a good example that you know you can do it on your own yeah that's amazing so before we get on to the other thing about the new duff shout out to our sponsor <clears throat> alive and we as you know we got this byod going bring your own device so that if you have them other people that you have a phone don't worry you come over to alive you get postpaid and prepaid savings or if you like me who's go you know buy my phone from apple still could bring it and get and if i get a new plan you know get a i'm, I'm a postpaid man like i don't know i always travel it don't make no sense if you know you travel once a week once a month for me is i i understand the prepaid people if i post postpone that's just me i just go away i don't feel nothing i use my phone like i and saw and y'all see me on instagram and twitter my data do not don't run out so you all do say man to me manage the wrong plan every there was a different plan for everyone else so if you know you you active on and data invest invest in yourself get a, a like a, i'm a liberty prime type of guy so liberty prime suits me well i pay my 75 plus what we ended up like 87 dollars i pay that i i use my, i don't even have to worry about buying a t-mobile sim or looking for 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 wi for wi-fi for wi-fi just use your phone normal and we in the we in the year 2022 it's no time to i remember back in the day you, you go away and you can't talk to your family for hours and hours because you're waiting for wi-fi so come on man switch to live we are game changers and so we're here with the, the entrepreneur can you keep going from you know the, the duff and the businesses to the book and i i, I really like that book i can't wait to, i probably go buy this weekend to be honest nice I, probably, I, have to go, I have to i have to go to Harbor Bay this weekend i'm gonna go to logos and buy the book awesome so you came home and i've heard the story before a couple of times so those who don't know about the you came home and you did this this new duff you know and i, I know you i mean actually let me not spoil it for you because i i know the story but i just want you to tell my listeners about the new yeah. duff thanks man i i mean look the new duff happened to me as as one of those things in life where you ever heard when people say you got to follow your purpose. Yeah. I've been running away from that from the, the longest, right? I, I, <laughs> I was actually the top culinary graduate at, from COB in 2004. Wow. And after, after I finished graduating, I went to business school. I say, I'm working behind those stove and <laughs> flipping up burgers and stuff. But, yeah, um, yeah. so for most of my twenties and even into my first two years of my thirties, I was, uh, um, uh, enterprise builder, which basically means business development and trying to find where the revenue is coming from and chasing that basically. Um, so I was always good at that entrepreneurial kind of mindset, like really just hunting and chasing and building. But I never matched that up with food because I, I felt like I parked that on the side for a little bit. So when I moved back to Nassau, I wasn't working for first three months and I just on Instagram, uh, having come back from Asia, you know, I love Asian cuisine. Uh, I love Thai food, all the different types of food. And I know Bahamians would have li would like them as well if they could get that authentic taste uh, um, mm -hmm. like I, I experienced in Asia. And one in particular was these Chinese bao ban, so shaped almost like an onion, mm -hmm. but it's dough on the outside and in the middle. They usually put meat fillings like pork, chicken, um, different types of veggie fillings. But for me, the first thing that came to my mind every time I saw that was the dough for guava duff and how great it would be like just to be able to, and maybe I probably was Johnson for it too over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I moved back here to Nassau, I was trying to make a few of them. And then one day I just said, oh, why don't you just use your mom's, um, your grandma's guava duff recipe, but make it in this shape. So in, a, in fact, I, I stumbled onto that because I haven't really changed the taste at all of duff. But uh, of course, I have my family's recipe, which I think is really incredible. But more so, like instead of making that family style dessert, I've been I started making them one by one. And I believe it or not, like I posted six photos of it um, on Instagram, started a new page. 
um, by like the third week, people were like messaging me. I had 400 followers overnight. Wow. Like the news cable 12 reached out to me asking me like, what is this? What are you doing with, with going up? You know what I mean? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm sacrilegious thing that you're doing with our, how, how do you defile our, our, our legendary cuisine exactly yeah yeah you know and that i remember that moment because for me i had never had anything in my life get that level of uh adoption and attention and so quickly it's not that it hasn't happened with other things but i really felt like something special was happening so i i worked uh, as you know at alive and um in the evenings, I would come home and make these things and go to the farmer's markets on Saturdays. And mm -hmm. there, it just started from there. It basically went one thing after the next. And it's now almost, almost yes now? We are, we're we going into our fourth year now. Fourth year, okay. Yeah, so not super long, but um, the great thing about the new Duff is that every day it is like just, it amazes me how big it is growing. Um, it is, I have 13 employees, you know, before i was just uh, a one-man show for a couple of years and now we have two food trucks we have a tourism store on west bay street you can come and observe the process of peeling guavas and chopping them up and yeah. making the dough um, and then we love we love giving away samples so if anybody out there hasn't tried it yet forget about the what, what you heard just come and try it and see what it's about um it's really a love letter to all of our grandmothers and all of the women and men in our lives who know how to make that real old-fashioned stuff and i'm forget just let people know where they could follow you because you know it's just it's just don't do that for anything it's just do that don't do yes that. all one word the new duff um mm -hmm. you can find us on instagram facebook also we have a web page um www.thenewduff.com where we have our menu you can hear about our story and if you want catering and different things we have a whole menu of um items that could be dropped off for events and parties like that thanks so much Kevin, for coming through i can't wait to read the book and read it to my daughter and let's, uh, let her know about the, the magic of the swimming pits. Yeah, man, small thing. So this is what we're here for. Who that? Who are you? You know, so that's what we're here for. Shout out to Alive. We are going to this. This has been Who That 2 for 2, episode 37 of the Podcast Network. See you next week.